This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orbach. Hello everyone. Yes, welcome to the Saturday Night Harness Preview. We're looking at Melton on Saturday the 11th of November. Eight races on the program. I think a, a challenging night. Fields aren't big, Rob Orber, as I welcome you in, but there's going to be eight winners on the program, and that's what I find attractive. Yes. Hi, Dan. Uh, there are eight races. A big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club, who have been wonderful supporters of our program right throughout uh, the year alongside Ben Studd, and we're uh, looking forward to uh, having a look at this program. I found it really hard to find a clear-cut best bet. I think there's some value uh, runners for the night that might get under the guard. However, it's not a program that uh, I must admit I could just clearly say, yes, there's a standout because it is a tricky night, very tricky night, Dan. Yeah, no doubt I, I concur, even with my best bets. I haven't got an outright best bet, but a couple at each way odds. And again, tempered with the fact that there's no uh, fixed odds prices out um, to tempt you with uh, over the odds uh, as well doesn't help matters. Um, first event is at 6.22 is the Allied Express pace. Um, an interesting race, uh, I think, um, with uh, A, with a barrier draw uh, and also with, uh, with a couple of key chances being first up. Yeah, like you said, Dan, uh, there's no fixed odds market out at the moment uh, and it's just uh, hard to sort of sort out to see if we can identify what we might think is value or not. Uh, And I think most of these races, I think it will come down to that. Uh, I think we'll be looking at the fields and trying to pick the eyes out of where we think there could be some value because it's such an even meeting. Uh, Most of these races are even. First event, uh, look, I've tipped here seven magnetic terror who's first up since the 24th of June and has trolled at Melton behind District Attorney and Captain Belisario got beaten 12 metres. Uh, they did go 157-1 uh, last mile, 55 last half, 26-4 last quarter. And if District Attorney or Captain Belisario were probably presenting themselves in this race, you'd probably be happy to be tipping the horse. So barrier seven, the horse has got gate speed, but there is also speed inside it, so it's still going to need some luck here. And again, it comes to a case if it's uh, $2.80, $3, it probably presents no value. If it's $6, it probably does. So, um, look, you know, Magnetic Terror is one of the winning chances for the race, I thought. A horse that might be value uh, to Ruslan, who's drawn two. I feel like he's going really well. Didn't have a lot of luck in that race, won by Hugo Rocks and Whiskey Cavalier last start. He was held up. Before that, he was sixth in the race of Geelong behind Monomia. And I think those form line is pretty strong for a race of this calibre. And again, I think if he presents each way odds, I'd be happy to be having a nibble on Ruslan. I think he's one of the winning chances. Nine Aussie Playboy, who comes off the second row. This horse here uh, is also first up since July. Look, his best form is certainly over the short course. He follows out Ruslan from the second row. So to me, that means he's going to get a really good run. Julie Douglas's team normally races well fresh. I'm expecting Aussie Playboy to go very well. And eight, I'm Shadow Boxer, who was a winner at Swan Hill last start in the Swan Hill Mile. Went a mile rate of 155.4. He follows out Love in the Chevy. He's an 11-year-old. And look, if Love in the Chevy leads and holds the front, I'm Shadow Boxer's primed to be in the gun trip. Uh, so it's a tricky race. Uh, 
yeah, look, seven, two, nine, and eight. I think there's multiple chances, and even outside of those horses, uh, you know, you can't rule out horses of the caliber of uh, uh, Captain Braveheart, Springfield Affair. We've seen shown speed. Diamond Shoes led last start was disappointing, but it's probably better sitting sprint horse, and uh, you know, and, and Tic Tac as well. So it's a it's a race magic, Mike. It's a race where a lot of chances. But look, I've gone seven, two, nine, and eight. Yeah, I don't like to tip horses first up, but um, Magnetic Terror, I'd prefer to be drawn outside the front line than outside the back row, uh, but over the 17.20. I think he's probably the best horse, Magnetic Terror. He might have room to improve, but Andy gets his horses pretty fit. He would have targeted the race as a really good starting off point, uh, knowing that he'd probably end up drawing a, a similar type of uh, of gate. Um, it's uh, my top pick from two, Rusland, four, Springfield Affair, and good old love and a Chevy drawn one could improve, seven, two, four. One Rob race two is the logical staffing solutions pace. Now this is a good race. It's it's probably um, to be fair. I think it's it's the best race of the night. Uh, you can make cases for a number of horses, but there's a lot of strength here. There is. Uh, we see Private Eye uh, returning back to the track. This six-year-old. He's by he's watching it of uh, I I O I C uh, a nicely bred uh, six-year-old. He's only had. Nine lifetime starts for six wins. He hasn't started since the 19th of March, 2022. He was a recent trial winner at uh, at Melton. Uh, he defeated Hurricane Franco there. It wasn't a strong field, but he did it well. Mile rate, two minutes, uh, 56-3 last half, 27-6 last quarter. I've always had a lot of time for the horse, and I'm expecting him to go well, but it's a big ask, uh, really, first up against uh, this field uh, to, to, to win. But, you know, he's chased home. You know, he went to Menangle. You know, where was it? It was a Group 1 New South Wales Breeders' Challenge back in October 2020. Chased home Mac Dam. He's raced against Willie Go West, Valachi. I mean, there's some really strong form line for this horse to know that he's got the class. Whether he can win first up is probably going to be a big ask. But, look, I know he's a good horse, and um, I'm, I'm happy to, again, see what price he is and, and see where he comes into play here. I thought he'd run well first up regardless. Six, Captain Belisario. Look, he's uh, he's a very good horse, as we know. He's got his share of quirks because at times he can just over-race, and he's probably his own worst enemy, to be honest. If he was probably a much more relaxed type horse, uh, he'd probably even have a better record than what he's got. Nine wins from 36, 13 placings. He'll run really well. He'll be hard to beat, um, Captain Belisario. I've put in one ideal escape. I think he'll get a good draw. He'll get a good sit here from the pole position. He pl- comes into play. And eight, Terry, who's drawn inside the second row. It's a another very tricky race, just with, obviously, Private Eye resuming after such a long layoff. And Captain Belisario, the best of him would probably win the race. But, uh, look, three, six, one and eight. Yeah, I... Uh... I've come up with the five each way, but it's a good race. Five, six, eight, and ten are my thoughts on uh, race number two, Rob. Five, Whiskey Cavalier. I think he should represent a bit of value, uh, but it's a good race. Five, six, eight, and ten. Race number three, tab, download the app, Mare's Pace. Um, an even bunch, particularly over the 1,720 metres. You've got your mirror in the race, Monomir, and I must admit, I, I think she's a good each-way chance. Yeah, look, she's definitely got a good chance, Dan. I'll... It's it's one of those races. I sort of looked at that front row. Look, Joe Leader, who's drawn two. She's got gate speed. She's pretty quirky coming up to the gate. Uh, I'm not really sure whether this pole position 
is going to be totally ideal for her. She she can get very uh, very risky at times from the from the pole. If she holds up, obviously she she plays a part of how this race shapes up. But I thought there were horses out wide that could put the pressure on early. Uh, for Heavenly Gypsy, who uh, gets a good draw to to I think to get across to the pigs first and. Probably Chris Elford will have a choice if he holds up here or he hands up. Major Fire, good run last week. Again, will go forward. Young, Gifted and Black's absolutely flying. I think these three horses drawn in the middle of the front row draw will be pretty prominent throughout. Um, I've sort of mapped it that Major Fire might find the front and then Heavenly Gypsy takes the trail knowing that Young, Gifted and Black can do it a bit tough in the breeze. And then you've got a horse like Relentless Me who's drawn seven. Now, if they do turn it on... Uh, I certainly think Monami's got a great chance in the race. Uh, I, I, I honestly think she's never raced better, Dan. Uh, like her, her couple of runs ago, three runs ago, I think she put the riding on the wall with a really good fourth behind Operative Line. She's come from a long way back, run some really good times, and she was good at Geelong. And then probably the run in the Queen of Pacific was probably one of her career best runs when you sort of look at times, 153.8, 55.9. She come from last. She got past quite a few horses. She's very fit. And if the tempo's right, she, she'll be hitting the line really well. She's such an honest mare going well. But look, I've gone 4, 5, 6 and 11. Another very good race. A lot of chances here for race three. I've actually put Monomir on top here, Rob, the 11. But I think Young, Gifted and Black will be very hard to beat. Uh, Major Fire and Norm's Lady, 11, 6, 5 and 8 in the third. Race four, the dynamic print group uh, pace. And uh, in this race... Um, well, VMG McRae, I suspect, is going to open a short price favourite. She's been beaten twice as a long odds on favourite in recent starts, but clearly she's got plenty of talent and will be very hard to beat. Yeah, look, she was just a victim of circumstances last start at Terang. Um, she couldn't hold up from the pole position. El Boston just had a little bit too much speed for her, and I think no one really expected El Boston to hand up the front, which put VMG McRae three back to pegs, had no luck, hit the line well, but... She still meets some pretty seasoned older horses here. I mean, she's still, you know, I suppose she's now, a, she's still regarded as a three-year-old filly, but I suppose we could, you know, in breeding terms, she's probably an early four-year-old taking on uh, open company of her age group. But if you sort of stick to uh, what we've got in front of us, three-year-old filly means that she's uh, still giving a little bit of age and maturity away to some of her rivals. But we, we know she's very good. She's drawn two here. She probably doesn't need to be totally bustled out to hold the front or try to get to the front at all costs. But, and she's not brilliant out, but she can hold her own. And she, look, Greg Sugars will have, have options here. But look, I've tipped her on top. I, I know she's a quality filly. Uh, I do like her. Eight Blood Moon, racing really well. I mean, this mare's really turned her career uh, around to the point that she's uh, a really good mare and, and she's going well. Winner of 12 from 48. Tim and Darby are doing a terrific job. Tim McGuigan and Darby McGuigan with uh, with their team. And Blood Moon, drawn the second row, is not a bad thing. She she can hit the line really strongly. Expecting to run a big race. Six Haranya, uh, just needed to run first up at Shepparton. Got exposed a fair way out. Interesting to see what Abby Turnbull does here. We've seen Haranya show gate speed. Uh, she might chance the arm from barrier six, possibly, uh, and go forward. And, um, and and the other one that uh, I've put in here for, uh, for for fourth is number four, Gypsy Princess, who, who's going really well and can take up a prominent position. So another very good race, uh, not totally clear cut, few chances, two, eight, six and four.
numbers here for race four. I thought Harania's second up uh, had improvement to come. Um, I'm presuming that she uh, that he might be uh, each way odd. So six from two VMG McRae, eight Blood Moon, five Twisted Bliss, six two eight and five. Okay, we're halfway through the program. The Saturday Night Harness Preview. Thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club and uh, NRSN. Uh, we're up to the Lifestyle Communities Trot uh, Rob Race number five. It looks as if the key chances have drawn uh, all drawn well from various one, two, three, but I suspect it's not going to be as easy as that. Yeah, it's uh, another good race. Quite a number of chances. Look, I've tipped two Moonwalker. He's three-rolled uh, for Damien Burns. Uh, has, has, geez, he's racing well. Uh, look, he's fourth in the derby behind Not As Promised. Was really brave. I mean, his form before that was really solid. I mean, his last win wasn't... I was going back in April 2023, which has been a while. He's uh, he's a winner of only three from 16. But his performances have been very good. And his last few runs, I think, have been excellent. Um, I'm sticking with him here too, Moonwalker. I think he run a great race for Damien Burns. Uh, ahead of number one, Illawong Lara Jay, who gets the pole position. Again, Greg Sugars has got options here to be really well poised and might be content to just sit off the speed and, and come with one last run. Three, Queen of Quebec. Look, she ran well last week. She's uh, she's a funny mare. She's got uh, got the ability, but she's also got a few little uh, racing quirks about her. But again, she can race forward enough to to to, to be into the into the finish here. And nine Jakarta who chased home Aldebaran Vera at Melton last start and two runs ago was third behind Naked Ambition, which is good form for a race of this calibre. So another good race, two, one, three and nine. Yeah, I've tipped them the same way, and here I am saying it was a hard race. Two, one, three, and nine. Moonwalker on the back of a good fourth in the derby, um, I think, gets his uh, his chance. Two, one, three, nine. Race six, the good form on the trots.com.au trot. Um, a few... Uh, uh, new uh, bits and pieces added to the Good Form uh, Trots Guide coming up that people will be able to see uh, from here on in, Rob. And uh, we need every way we can to find uh, a winner or two and uh, uh, keep your eye on the Good Form for even more um, quality information ahead. But this is a race that uh, Kiang Ignite looks as if um, it's his race to lose. Yeah, look, I know with the good form, we've been attempting to um, try to give a bit more clarity regarding some horses, uh, whether they're leaders, uh, sit and sprint type horses, muscle type horses, where they can do the work or need some luck. I think it's uh, a uh, a system that uh, they've uh, they've implied here, HRV, for, for us to help the punters uh, out there and try to identify horses that are down in class and up in class and... I know uh, between us, we're, we're all doing our best to, to help uh, the punters out there to, to find some winners and, and hopefully help them with their, with their betting choices. Uh, for this race here, look, seven keying Ignite, he's been outstanding, hasn't he? He's won six from eight. Terrific win at Swan Hill last start, defeating one overall in, in the Farsa Metro. That was in the Swan Hill Trotters Cup for a horse uh, that's only had eight starts and he's a six-year-old, but his record really identifies he's a, he's a very good horse. So I think he'll be very hard to beat. Certainly not dismissing three central Otago here, uh, Dan. I think this is a really good race for him to find a lead early and, and be, be in this uh, firing line for a long way. Uh, Kate, again, has got some options, but I think he's a genuine danger here and I think he'll run a really cheeky race and I'm certainly not taking him out of the equation of winning this race. Uh, six... 
Zarim, uh, Zarim going really well. Beat uh, Kai Valley Hotspur last start, who came out and won yes or won Thursday at Yarra Valley in a very good race. Uh, you know, taking uh, you know being horse like Harry Stamp and Olavici. So uh, that that form line for Zarim is very good. Uh, he'll he'll go well. And uh, five at Copacabana. So seven, three, and then six and five. And I'm seven one four three. Love going back with Jess Tubbs, Greg Sugars. He is capable. Um, so maybe from barrier at number one, he uh, he can give a really good sight. But seven on top, seven one four three. Race seven, second last. The last two races are over the twelve hundred metres, uh, and I find them really difficult. Rob, so good luck. Yeah, well, look, El Boston has got the speed on the board here to lead, and. Other than probably Lorimer Major, who we have seen come out of the gate very quickly at different stages, and Jillaby Jack Sparrow, I still felt El Boston would find the front. And I think over 1,200, he's going to be very hard to run down. Look, he's six behind, rocking all over the world at Terang. was quite good. He only got beaten six metres on that occasion. VMG McRae was in that race, so that form line's going to hold up earlier in the night. So uh, if VMG McRae runs well... I think El Boston's going to be well in this race. I think he'll be hard to beat. Three Lorimer Major is going really well. He's bursting to win another race. He hasn't won since February, but he's teasing and just indicating that I'm ready to win. I just need things to go right. I think he's the danger. Seven, Jillaby uh, Jack Sparrow, who came out of that same race at Tarang. I thought battled on really well there and has got gate speed to be prominent. Certainly a winning chance. And then nine beach hopper to be getting home late. So two, three, seven, and nine. I'm a seven, nine, eight, and two. I just thought it was a, it's a tough race, and it's even tougher with no uh, prices about uh, the day before to try to sort out a bit of value here. But there will be eight runners, and of course they're all across the front line because uh, the mobile extends to the uh, uh, eighth horse to fit across the track in the twelve hundred meter races, as it will with the last event, the Garrard's No Metro Win Pace. And uh, Rob, um, yeah, interested in your thoughts here because I, I thought it uh, I thought it was pretty hard. I've tipped one here, not hundred percent certain how he'll measure up. He's probably up in class to what he's been racing against, and that's number five, Chappie Street North. Uh, his last two runs have been over, uh, have been in four and a half thousand dollar races uh, at Yarra Valley when runner up behind Superbond and one at Cranbourne defeating Raka Jed. I mean, he meets much stronger company here. I mean, he, it might be a hit or miss situation with him. The only thing I do like about him, I, I've seen him at the trials and he's got a lot of high speed and uh, he's sort of shown to me at the trials that the 1200 is right down his alley. And I think with Connor Clark, kind of, kind of crook, I should say, and uh, Jordan Chibnall. I, I can see Chappie Street North running a really good race here, and he might be over the odds. Happy to have a little little, little bet on him. Uh, ahead of four, Jillaby JC, who's, uh, who's going well, got involved in a, in a pretty hard uh, burnout last time, which didn't help him. Um, you know, so he, he might improve here, Jillaby JC, with a, a bit of a softer run. Three, Victory George who's got gate speed, never too far away in these type of races. And nine, Kiora Beauty, who's another speed horse that battled on pretty well at Cobram. But I think it'll be value. Uh, five on top, 
Chappy Street North, ahead of four, three, and nine for race eight. I'm four, nine, seven, five, but um, I'm happy to go with your lead there on something that should be a bit, a bit of odds. Um, all right, let's re have a look at uh, your best bets on the program, Rob. Yeah, I don't know about best bets. It's just not a night where uh, there's there's too many standouts. I think value-wise, I certainly thought race five, number two, Moonwalker. I think this looks a, a really nice race for Moonwalker, and I think he gets his chance to uh, to to run well, as is in race seven, number two, El Boston, because of his pattern of racing. We know he can lead, and I thought both of those two horses had good chances of leading, and and giving a good sight. So race five, number two, Moonwalker. Race seven, number two, El Boston. Obviously, King Ignite will start a short price favourite, but there's some nice horses in that race just the same. Not happy to just jump in at the short odds there. But I, I think I'll be just playing some some spec bets throughout the night, Dan. I, I think just looking at going through our selections, I think we'll both be sitting there uh, just looking at horses that we think are going well enough that just might be over the odds and, and you're just quite happy to play the overs for uh, a night in where I think there's a lot of chances in most of these races. I uh, I totally agree with you. My two uh, better bets, they're both uh, on an each-way basis. Race two, number five, Whiskey Cavalier, uh, and race four, number six, Harania. And uh, we're still not sure what sort of prices we're going to get, but I suspect they should be at the right price to entice us uh, to want to get involved. Uh, looking ahead, uh, plenty of harness racing action on Sunday. It is a night meeting, Sunday night Shepparton. Monday, uh, it's a day meeting at Ararat. Uh, Tuesday, uh, we race at Mildura. And uh, then on Wednesday, we have Geelong at night, but Maryborough during the day. And it's the uh, Breeders' Crown uh, heats for the trotters, for the two-year-olds and the three-year-old. That's next Wednesday. So it's a good trotting program there next Wednesday. An all-trotting program, as it turns out, with the Breeders' Crown heats making up all eight of those races for the two- and three-year-old trotters. And, Rob, one of the biggest race days on Tuesday at Addington. It's New Zealand Cup Day. And uh, Swayze is over there representing Australia, but up against the the gun four-year-old in Enakuta, and there's some very good horses that are coming through raids and some of the other races on the program. So that's Tuesday, New Zealand Cup. So plenty to look forward to in harness racing over the course of the next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. A big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club once again. Uh, make sure you head out to uh, to Melton, enjoy the club lounge and the facilities and all the bonus races that uh, we put out for uh, 2024 uh, very soon, and uh, the first race uh, at Melton's at 6.22, the last at 10.27. It'll be a fantastic night, and uh, we look forward to catching up with everyone at Melton Entertainment Park this Saturday. Happy harnessing, Rob.